Welcome to another of the short Coot Street podcasts that Jonathan Strawn and I have been doing since March. This is Gary Wolf, and today I'm delighted to be able to catch up a little bit with award-winning writer uh, Lisa Goldstein, whose I think Ivory Apples was one of the novels last year. How are you, Lisa? I'm fine. I was I was looking on I think the Tachyon website. And I, I'm, I, as you may know, I was enthusiastic about this novel. You got blurbs from people like John Crowley and Joe I Walton know. and Tim Powers and Jane Yolen and Andy. These are not people who hand out blurbs. I like, know. So congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. They didn't tell me they were sending it to John Crowley, which I'm glad because if he hadn't given me a blurb, if I knew it and he hadn't given me a blurb, I would have just been totally disappointed so it was just a total surprise it was like wow this is great it, it was and like i say he's not somebody who's known to over blurb yeah so, and and it's just about a year now since ivory apples came out isn't it yeah and yeah i, I don't know nobody you know it's people don't seem to um pay attention to my books as much as i think they should i don't know <laughs> You know, well, with all the, I mean, I got all those good reviews. I got, you know, blurbs and reviews and, and I thought, oh, this book is going to go places. It'll be great. And, you know, I think, I guess it's sold well, but I, I don't know. I, and also I think there's like a whole new um, generation that people are paying attention to now. So we're just, we're the old guard now, I guess. Well, if you're if you're thinking about uh, the, the the population that that does award nominations and that sort of thing, I, th I think you're probably right. I think that yeah. people even 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 writers who more or less don't do the same thing twice. And this is if if, if take some fatherly advice, you know, you have not written the same novel twice or anything close to it. I know. But, yeah, people tell me that, and I just I get bored. I don't know. <laughs> Well, but the other thing that uh, is, it, it strikes me as being very of the moment about uh, Ivory Apples is that it's a novel, in a sense, about fantasy, about fantasy novels. So it's this kind of self-reflexive uh, being awareness of the, the awareness of the genre's history and and its impact on people. It does seem to be part of the conversation now. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I this is like one of I I really liked this book while I was writing it, which is not always the case and mm. you know I really thought this it was going great I thought you know this is going to be something great and then other people thought so too but you know I expected I guess I expected more I shouldn't have I mean I don't know well I in, in a sense I can't blame you but in a sense the number of people I've talked to uh and these short uh, podcasts that we've been doing I don't think I've talked to too many people who have been satisfied with the degree of attention they've gotten right I know and there's so many people in the field. I mean, I don't know how they could possibly, you know, how people could pay attention to what's going on. No, I think I think that's part of the problem. There's there's too much stuff. It's coming from all different corners. Uh, but uh, you mentioned, uh, for example, that, that there are people who are of a generation. Um, I, th I think the same thing could be said of Tim Powers. Uh, he's not being read as right. widely as he was, um, and yet he's certainly now regarded as one of the formative fantasy writers of the last half century. I know. He never won a Hugo, which just makes me, I don't understand that. I mean, his books are popular. People like him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he goes out to conventions and does stuff. I don't, I don't, who knows? Who knows how these things work? 
Well, let's get back to the question that we usually ask of these things, because I find it fascinating, and that is, given not only now the uh, six months of, of lockdowns and pandemics, in addition to which your entire half of the country is on fire, how can you read anything at all these days? Oh, I'm just reading everything. Oh, I'm good. Just, that, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, that's what I'm, that keeps me sane. So I just read a whole lot, and um, for a while... My local bookstore was closed, Dark Carnival, and I uh -huh. was like climbing the walls and didn't know what I was going to do. And then they opened again. So so you went in and immediately bought what? Well, OK, so you want to know what <laughs> I've been reading that I yeah, actually what? Not necessarily what you want people to think you've been reading, but what you've been actually reading. If you're reading trashy romance novels, I want to know that. I'm not reading. I read trashy mysteries, but I don't okay. like Good. them. I don't know. I just read them, you know, they're just sort of filler. I mean, I like some mysteries. Some mysteries yeah. are great. Yeah. But um, what I read recently that I really liked was um, Gideon the Ninth and then the the next one, Harrow the Ninth. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I'd like it. Well, for some reason they have on the um, on the cover. I don't know if you have you read it. I have not. I've not. No. Okay. I've, I've so heard a lot about it. Says, lesbian necromancers in space and i was right. thinking okay maybe this doesn't sound like a book for me i don't know um i mean it just sounded too cute or something and that's not really what it's about so i a lot of people recommended it and i thought mm -hmm. you know give it a try and i really liked it i'm not sure why but i did well i think one of the things that uh uh, the, 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 I think I was like, I didn't get a copy of it uh, in time to review it. But one of the things that put me off again was a, a tagline that looked too clever. Yeah. Um, and, I, and everybody who's read the novel has said the same thing you've said, that there are a lot of interesting, funny things going on that right. are way beyond what that tagline seems. Exactly. Yeah. So. So what else have you been looking at? Oh, God. Um, now I have to, I had this one thing all, all set to go and now I have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible well the 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 other question which is coming up is are there do you return to comfort reads the the the, the approach that people have taken to the lockdown seems to be on a spectrum between people who think i'm trapped i'm going to read proust i'm going to read the fairy queen and other people saying i'm going to read the books i loved as kids because i want something i want a blanket well uh, i tend to go I went comfort reading at first, and I, I thought, I'm trapped, and there's a plague, and I'm going to read um, the Decameron. Which, yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, here I am saying, talking about some, you know, a, a standard of literature. I just couldn't get through it. <laughs> it was, you know, say, sort of a lot of the same stories over and over again. I was hoping for something more exciting, so that, that didn't work. Um, oh, which at least but then I do read, um, oh, okay, so I read... Um, there's a mystery writer called Tana French that I really like, and I I read her mysteries over and over again, which is weird because I always thought if you know the end of a mystery, why read it again? But she's really good. She's really good at characterization and and plot, and just you really like the people that she writes about, or don't like them if she doesn't want you to not like them. Yeah. And then now she's got a new one which hasn't been out yet, um, that takes place in the United States. She's from Ireland. She's in uh -huh. Ireland. So I'm, I really want to see that. I love the way P 
people think about the United States. <laughs> That's true. It's fascinating. I was I was reading something on Twitter about uh, the number of things that people, the number of things that British writers get wrong about the U.S. and vice versa. Of course. Yeah. There was a big debate going on on something today about whether or not Amer- some some Australians were claiming that Americans pronounce Dune Dune and everybody else in the world pronounces it Dune. Mm. And I I didn't even know that was an issue. <laughs> I didn't either. Do you, yeah, do you have books that you would recommend for people? I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was watching this um, comedian, Jack Whitehall from England, and he says, are there any Americans here? And a couple people applauded, and he says, don't shoot me. <laughs> you know, that's what they think of us. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's something that years ago, when I'd first visit Europe or something, living in Chicago, Everywhere you would see young people make machine gun noises at you. And, th- and then it kind of went away and people no longer assumed I was from Al Capone, Chicago. Oh, right. And, and now, now I think it's back. Oh. No, but, but the question I was going to have, if you, if you were going to recommend something to calm somebody down with everything going wrong that's going wrong in 2020, do you have, I don't know. Uh, well, I just thought of something, actually. Okay, good. So, um... There was this one time when I got um, like this, I was taking these medications and they combined really badly and they sort of made me crazy, which was interesting. Now I know what it's like to go crazy. Uh And the only thing that I could read weirdly was um, Cage Baker, her, um, what you know, those time travel books. Yeah, right. And they were so comforting. They were like, I don't know why they were just fun to read and, you know, they were light, but they had some depth to them and, and they took place in the past. So, you know, you know how things would turn out in the past anyway, Mm -hmm. and they were interesting. I always meant to, um, yeah, if anybody ever asked me that question, what to read when, you know, when your life is going crazy, that would be my answer. That's that's, that's a a good answer because those were also, uh, pretty well researched. I didn't read a lot of them, but I, yeah. I was impressed by the fact that they worked as historical novels. Yeah. Well, the third thing that we uh, uh, can talk about is what uh, what are you what, what are you working on, or what do you have coming out, or what can we expect even a year or two from now? Um, well, I'm working on another novel that was kind of interesting too. So um, I this character showed up like a fourth of the way through and I really liked her (laughs) (laughs) everybody's gonna love this character she was just supposed to be a like a cameo like she was supposed to be there for I don't know um that fourth of the book and then go away Mm -hmm. and I thought they're gonna wonder where she where she went what happened to her and so I put her I decided I'd give her a bigger role put her in the book you know and and it completely screwed the book up it was like this has never happened <laughs> to me before this character completely took over and i i showed i showed the first part to my workshop and they didn't realize that i'd done this with this character and i told them and they said no you can't do that you know it would screw the book up and i realized it just things happen that shouldn't have happened. And also that um, my actual main character would not have liked her, you know, and I had them working together Mm -hmm. and, and I was trying to make them like each other. Otherwise they wouldn't (laughs) 
together. And it just didn't work. And I was like, I was sort of going crazy because that part I was writing when I when I was getting all the good reviews from Ivory Apples. And I thought, um, you know, this book isn't as good. Nobody's going to like it. You know, everybody's <laughs> going to say, oh, she, you know, unfortunately, you know, she, you know, she's she's she hasn't done as well as her last book or whatever. So so that was very interesting. I thought. So you're, you're, ba- you're basically trying to resolve differences among squabbling characters that you invented. Yeah, yeah. These, these, the these, are, these are not real. These are these are your characters. You can do what you want to with them, or can you? Well, see, the main character, I mean, a main character is supposed to be active, is supposed to do things, right? right? And she and this other character was kind of took over, kind of said, no, let's do this, let's do this. And my main character was saying, sure, let's do this, let's do this. And doing things that she would never have done, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, I decided to make the main character, I made her a cop for some reason. Well, I had reason. Just I wanted to, in a way, see what that mentality was like. And yeah, I could see that in these days. Yeah. And the other character was saying, let's do this illegal thing. Let's do this one. And and the, the cop kept saying, yeah, sure, why not? Because she had to, because otherwise the plot wouldn't go yeah. on. And I was like, no, my God, no. So, I mean, every every time I write a book I, and I finish it, I think, okay, now I know how to write write a book, you know. And it just turns out that I've <laughs> I've solved the problems for that book, but I don't know how to write another book. I think that was the old. I don't know where that's originated, but I I first heard it from uh, Gene Wolfe, which is that you never learn how to write a novel; you only learn to write the novel you're writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And every time I get seduced into that, it's like, oh, the next one will be easy because I learned this about writing novels. <laughs> and then this character comes out of nowhere. I mean, I still like her. She's staying in, but she's not going to oh, be, you know, she's is not going to take over. Is this going to be a fantasy novel also? Do you know? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, we're past our time as usual, but go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, it. I mean, it's in a way it's a police procedural in a weird kind of way because this the cop character is finding is trying to find things out about what's going on so that's okay, my it sounds it sounds like something we'll be looking forward to yep. and you do have lots of fans out there you know um, okay and i'm one of them so i want to well thank you uh, again this has been the good street podcast i've been talking uh with lisa goldstein and thank you again lisa thank you